is up, Bantha Talkers? My name is Zach. And I'm Jonathan. And today we've got a pretty cool episode, mm, I think. We're going spicy over one. the Grey Jedi. Yeah. So I feel like this is a, a side of Star Wars that a lot of people don't know much about, actually. Including me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... I think typically when you think of Star Wars, you think of, like, good guys and bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then you don't really think of the ones in the middle. So, we'll start off by reading the Grey Jedi Code, mm-hmm. because it's a little bit different. Um, should I start off by reading the Sith and Jedi Code, too, so we can see the differences? Yeah, that sounds good. Alright, so, the Sith Code is, peace is a lie, there is only passion. Through passion I gain strength, through strength I gain power, through power I gain victory, through victory my chains are broken, the Force shall set me free. Delicious. And then the Jedi Code is, there is no emotion, there is peace. There is no ignorance. There is knowledge. There is no passion. There is serenity. There is no chaos. There is harmony. There is no death. There is the Force. Then you have the Grey Jedi Code, which is, there is no dark side nor light side. There is only the Force. I will do what I must to keep the balance. There is no good without evil, but evil must not be allowed to flourish. There is passion, yet peace. There is serenity, yet emotion. There is chaos, yet order. So it's essentially just a, a perfect mix yeah. between the two. So typically there's like two, because the Grey Jedi, as of like canon, isn't like a defined order yet. Yeah. Like you see hints with it, but the order itself is more just, you hear it through like people saying, I'm in the middle. Essentially that's the way of them saying, you know, they're a Grey Jedi. So there's technically, there's two schools of thought about Grey Jedi. You can either... A gray Jedi is referring to people that use both light and dark side force powers, or it refers to people that um, just don't strictly follow the Jedi code. So, like, inherently they use the light side like the Jedi, but they don't follow the order. So, Ahsoka. And, like, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon, Ahsoka. I know Qui-Gon and Ahsoka were too big characters that a lot of people point to as being probable Grey Jedi. Yeah. Well, I mean, t- essentially, Qui-Gon may not have realized he was a Grey Jedi, but he totally was. And then Ahsoka is, she proclaimed that she's in between and not a, not a Jedi. So she she is a Grey Jedi, for sure. That's like a, it's pretty, pretty solid. But um, some examples of the other definition of Grey Jedi would be... Um, like uh, Starkiller, for example. And so he kind of represents the more dark side mm-hmm. of a Grey Jedi. So he mm-hmm. he kind of, he uses both sides of the Force, but he still mainly uses dark side powers with mostly dark side intentions. Hmm. So that's like a different... You got your light grays and your dark grays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's like, how many, there's like 50 shades of gray. I'm sure. <laughs> the Star Wars yeah. edition. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 50 shades of water. Yeah, so, uh, the, the Jedi were like the initial form of the gray Jedi. Essentially, that's like, in like, old, old Republic era, the Jedi um, were essentially a group of force wielders that got together to learn the arts of the force without really having an order. Hmm. And it was once 
um, there was like a, a, a few catastrophes with some members that formed attachments and, and stuff like that that you know ended up going south. And it was after that that the Jedi Order was made to kind of in their in their minds fix the issues with the Jedi group. Oh wow. And so it kind of went from gray Jedi, like everyone, like they could have attachments, they, they were married and all this stuff. And so essentially when the Jedi adopted the Jedi Order, the individuals that were still holding on to the old ways were referred to as gray Jedi or users of the old arts. Wow. So was that, was the gray, so was the Jedi Order founded before or after the Sith were founded? Was it like the Grey Jedi and then the Sith, or was it Grey Jedi then Jedi then Sith? It was it was kind of Grey Jedi. Well, it's, it was the Jedi, which yeah. is like old way of saying Grey Jedi, then Jedi then Sith. So so oh so like it wasn't even a matter of like the Grey Jedi being like a bunch of people becoming Sith. No, that's pretty wild. It was. I mean, there were people that fell to the dark side, right. but that's just a na- that's just a matter of the Force. Yeah. But yeah, te- technically, if you want to be really specific, it was the Jedi, Jedi, Dark Jedi, Sith. Huh. Hot dog. And so, yeah, so it actually goes way back, because yeah. like, like I said, the original Jedi Order was just people essentially traveling throughout the galaxy to learn the ways of the, the Force. Hmm. And so some of them dabbled in the dark arts, some of them, you know, had attachments, their families, wives, hmm. husbands, you know. Yeah. Etc. But then the Jedi Order was founded to kind of fix what they thought were issues. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. Uh, you know, I never was a fan of the Great Jedi. Well, um, not never. But when George Lucas described it and explained that he didn't like Great Jedi, I was like, wow, that actually makes sense. Yeah. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Well, in one of the episodes, we were talking about, uh, I think it was the Jedi or Sith podcast. We did. Yeah, probably. It was like a, how George Lucas said, you know, I I don't. It feels like a cop out to be a gray Jedi, but I get. I, but what you said, one of the one definition where it's just like it, it was not so much philosophical as literally mm-hmm. it's just a matter of how you use the force. Yeah, it, it, there's no real philosophical meaning behind it. I actually kind of I, I I can get down with that. Yeah, I think the the thing. About a gray Jedi, though, is if you think about it, they to be a gray Jedi is harder than being either Jedi or Sith. Because, for example, if you're a Jedi, essentially you have to, you're like over controlling yourself, right? But you're not allowing yourself any means of temptation, right? Whereas the Sith give in to that temptation. They you know, mm-hmm. they they flourish in it essentially, whereas a gray Jedi tries to see the balance between the two. So they're actually trying to find the balance and fighting to keep that order inside themselves between the two sides. So they have to, so they essentially they practice dark arts without letting it consume them. So that takes a great deal of control. But then they also have to, you know, really it's it's just they're trying to find a balance. I feel like it's easier than just committing wholly to one side. So, I mean... That's fair. Yeah. And the fact that there aren't, like, a whole lot... I'm guessing canon, there isn't even a technical defined... Yeah. Well, like you were saying, I mean, obviously by the context clues, we can assume Ahsoka was 
definitely, and maybe yeah. Qui-Gon was I, too. I think at the moment, the canonical term most likely refers to those that are light side users but don't follow the Jedi Order. I see. I, I do know about one character whose name escapes me. I feel he was in the Vader comic series, which is canon. The canonized Vader comic series, and it was Vader going to kill his first Jedi to get his first Kyber crystal mm. to make his Sith saber, mm. and he said he was going to track down a Jedi. Uh, who had taken the Arabesh vow, and basically what that is is that literally he, he defined it in the series. He said it's a Jedi who left the Order in order to fully follow the Force, mm-hmm. and it, the guy was literally gray. Yeah, like his skin color was gray. <laughs> he was literally a gray Stereotypes. dude. <laughs> like he was literally a gray dude. So like. I that is probably I'm assuming maybe since there was like a pullback George Lucas didn't like it maybe that's mm-hmm. how the writers were like how do we you know bring you gray Jedi in without saying they're gray Jedi we'll make we'll make up we'll, something we'll called. literally make him gray <laughs> we'll literally make him gray and say make up a new term called the Arabesh vow huh. for uh but it was, it was interesting Garrett I mean it, it, he seemed uh, I'm not I'm sorry not Barash vow Arabesh is the that was stupid. The yeah. Barash vow, not Arabesh. The Barash vow. Okay. Was an oath taken. I have it up here. The Barash vow was an oath taken by Jedi who completely refrained from all activities related to the Jedi Order, as a form of pe- uh, 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 penitence, <laughs> uh, disengaging from anything but the Force itself. So, apparently, it's also a form of penance. So I don't know if that's yeah. Which I, I guess you might. I guess Ar- Ahsoka was the opposite of that. She was, she wasn't having penance. I mean, she was wrongly accused. Yeah, and that's what. Yeah, I yeah. think it's I think it's interesting because you have, I'm thinking about in canon, you have both sects of the Great Jedi. Because for example, you have Ahsoka, who is an example of somebody you know that is a light side user and pretty much strictly a light side user, but she just you know tries to do what's right in her own mind and you got Qui-Gon it's kind of the same way but then you have things like the Bendu who Mm -hmm. is really you got Bendu and the father you know both of those people both of those things I think in my mind is like the definition of a great Jedi one that uses both Mm -hmm. sides of the force to seek balance so I think like both orders are kind of present there's like the formal great Jedi I guess, and there's the informal Great Jedi. So. I can appreciate that. Yeah. That guy's name was Kirak and Fila. Kirak was. He's, he's a gray dude. He's literally, his skin's literally gray. Like, he looks like a human, but his skin's literally gray. It's called the Barash Vow. He founded the Great Jedi Order. Maybe. That's <laughs> like, pretty. Only, it, only gray people can enter. <laughs> that is what we call segregation. <laughs> and we don't support that here. <laughs> only. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I say I also know in in legends. I guess by that definition, that would make uh, Kyle Katarn. Yeah, a great is. Jedi. He is a great Jedi. Yeah, and yeah. I, Kyle Katarn is one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars. Yeah. So that's he, really cool. He doesn't even believe in the Jedi. He really just is, is balance. That's his yeah. thing. I do know Luke. It, this is legends canon. This is not. This mm-hmm. is not. Canon. Yeah. This is legends. This is legend stuff. This is not Disney canon. This is legends canon. Kyle Katarn was a Jedi. 
Well, he was a smuggler. He was an Imperial storm. He was a stormtrooper turned smuggler, yeah. turned uh, Jedi, who swore off the Jedi. Actually, a lot, I guess it was a lot kind of like Debrashka. He swore off the Jedi Order, and then he returned. Yeah. To the Jedi Order. So. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, and he used dark side force powers. Yeah. Force lightning was like his go-to. Yeah. <laughs> force I mean, lightning and force choke. Uh, Luke even in the EU used dark side he he abilities. Used, he used force and lightning. So, uh, he's times. an example of at that point a great Jedi. Yeah, I know in Legends canon it was it, I can't remember which book it was. I remember I specifically remember reading it. It was either in the Heir to the Empire trilogy or the um, I think Dark Harvest trilogy was what it was. It was one with like these anthropomorphic ant things. Hmm. They're really weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. But he, I think, actually, I think it was Air of the Empire trilogy is what it was. And he, uh, one of the uh, Sith slash Jedi characters in that, he was the bad guy. He was like a fallen, he was a fallen Jedi. He yeah. was a drug Jedi. He was a bad guy in the trilogy. He was teaching Luke how to use Force Lightning. And then he came to the conclusion after using it, he's like, well, I can't use this because this causes physical harm to another living soul uh-huh. so that's like he said like you know I I, sh- I shouldn't use that so sometimes again legend legends is a complete mess mm-hmm. so sometimes they'll use it but I do know in uh, at least one iteration he said he will not use any uh, he won't use his powers to do harm unto others was uh, what he used in uh, hmm. Air to the Empire trilogy but he'll do a force blast when do you do that oh yeah force push yeah I mean I guess I mean you know that's gonna cause harm <laughs> that's different though maybe even more than lightning <laughs> I mean, that's true that's true yeah you never know I mean I guess it's the whole intense physical torment I would still a little, a little shove this is kind of going off but I would love to see somebody in live action do a full on force blast not a force push no I'm talking like the blast where they charge up that like ball of force power like, like you saw, like Kipisto? huh? Like Kephisto's power when he uses underwater, like this sort of like the force bubble. No, oh. no, I'm talking like you know, um, like Force Unleashed style, mm. Satil Shan style, where they literally oh, like almost yeah. warp space in between their hands and they throw it, and it's like a physical force bomb. That's pretty cool. I would love to see something like that. That's pretty action. cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's an old Republic era thing. That's bad. Again, that's another era. that's another area of Star Wars I don't dabble in. We need a movie. I'd watch that 100. percent We I'd... need Keanu Reeves as Revan. <laughs> I know that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. We need that. We and we're getting the acolyte, which is pretty close. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty exciting. That'd be really cool. I'm really excited about that that show. Did you hear that Rangers of the New the New Republic was canceled? I figured. I yeah. figured it would be yeah. Rangers of the New Republic canceled. Also, Star Wars Droids is apparently coming out next month. Oh, okay. that's pretty exciting. Yeah, which is—I mean, I don't—I'm not really upset about Rangers because I wasn't—I was like of all the shows, that was the one I was probably. I'm sure there's another one. Droids wasn't. Droids probably. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't like super excited about Rangers of the New Republic because it's just the New Republic is never something I've really cared about. Like that—that that whole group is just Rebels 2.0. That is very true. I, I was—it's kind of redundant to me. I was definitely interested in it because one, it was a new Star Wars show, but yeah. I was actually I thought that'd be really interesting to get like uh, Cara Dune was obviously going to be the lead. That's probably that's almost definitely why they. Oh, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But it would have been interesting to see, uh, like a Rebel Shock Trooper ragtag group and like how the rebellion handled some of this, uh, probably like uh, this stuff, at least from what I understood. 
Yeah. Uh, Range of the New Republic was probably going to be, I mean, she was going to be like, basically, I guess a marshal. She was going to be like a marshal, sort of. Yeah. I don't know. We can, all make assum- we can all make assumptions. I just assumed it was going to be like, you know, literally like the early days of the resistance, like yeah. being formed. I mean, she was probably a leader of the early resistance. For sure. To be honest. Well, that, now she won't. <laughs> that, show, that show probably would have followed the rise of the First Order. I would have loved to see that. I really, That would have been really interesting. I really don't care about the sequel era at all. You don't care about the era at all? Not even the era? The movies I can understand. I won't begrudge anyone that. But. See, the era is cool, but once you make it that the movies def- like are in that <laughs> era, it, it, like if you're talking about the era as far as like EU and Legends go, oh yeah, totally not <laughs> that. But the era as far as these movies go, I'm like... I'm really yeah. I, I I'm really interested to see all the ins and outs of it. I'm curious to see more of that era. Uh, I mean, maybe not so much. I guess that's not true. Any Star Wars is a good Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, the Great Jedi. That's interesting. Yeah. Kyle Katarn is definitely my one of my probably my favorite. Yeah. I really like Kyle Katarn. He's pretty cool. I know him from the Jedi Knight Academy game. Yeah, he's from. That's that's where he's most known from. Jedi Academy, Jedi Outcast. Then he had two other games before that, which mm-hmm. we, uh, Dark Forces and Dark Forces Two, okay. which are really good games as well. I would I would say if I the list of like canon Grey Jedi that I've seen at least is like Ahsoka, you've got Qui Gon, the Bendu, the Father, Kirak Infila, Kirak Infila. <laughs> Um, Would you say the it, father and the Bendu are Grey Jedi though? And, cause so like, not I know that they're both kind of just like beings. They're not Grey Jedi, but they're in the middle. That's literally yeah, that's what literally what Bendu that's, says. That's like that's literally what, what he said. I think the father says I am the one in the middle too. Mm-hmm. Bendu, he all, yeah. maybe it was both. Yeah, I know Bendu definitely said I am the one in the middle. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, father probably said that too. Yeah. So I'd say you're talking about the definition of a Grey Jedi they fit it but they're not in the order yeah. per se but there's no real order it's just kind of a way to sum up people in the middle mm-hmm. so I kind of love them in because there hasn't been a Grey Jedi order defined in canon yet it's just kind of like this is yeah. what people do in this belief group I guess Yeah. so but Bendu's I, cool ben, I really like the Bendu yeah. I really like the father love Qui-Gon love Ahsoka I do know it's Star Wars Theory, if you follow him, mm-hmm. uh, he did he did a video on, I can't, it's been so long since I've seen it, but he did a video on Qui-Gon Jinn being a great Jedi, because that was a popular theory, and he oh, actually, yeah. he came to the conclusion that he actually probably was not a great Jedi. Okay. Yeah, which, uh, I, I can't remember exactly, what, I can't remember what he said, I just yeah. remember being shocked by that, like, I was like, wow, that's a really popular theory, was that Qui-Gon is a great Jedi. Yeah, like I said, I don't think that there's particularly an established order right. in canon. I just think that uh, kind of like Ahsoka, there are people that used really only light side abilities but didn't wholeheartedly follow the code of the Jedi. So would you call that... I always kind of assumed that was more people who fall under that were just light side... were just light Jedi. You know how it's like the opposite of Dark Jedi? No, Dark Jedi are fully Sith. Yeah. Uh, that's what I always assumed. Like I thought, I was assuming that's what because that, that was my biggest issue with the Great Jedi was based on what George Lucas said. It was like it's it it uh, it always felt like a philosophical cop out. 
Yeah. Basically, and I was like, that actually makes sense because I was I didn't hate I didn't I, I didn't know a lot about the Great Jedi, yeah. but like what he said, I was like, wow. He was like, he's like, because you know, it's like it literally it's like being in the middle was like it, that's not how the real world works usually. Yeah. It's either you're you're a good guy who maybe does bad things, or you're a bad guy who maybe does some good things. Yeah. And, you know, just I was like, that actually makes sense, George. You know, I mean, you're not yeah. some, you know, <laughs> which I don't do too often, which is really funny. I mean, the whole but, uh, good guy that does bad things, bad guy that does good things thing. Yeah still fits in yeah I, yeah I think it was for him it, I think it was the, literally the actual like the philosophy of that mm-hmm. like you know it, it's like philosophically that is who I am as a person like I think I think for me Grey Jedi kind of encompasses anyone that doesn't align themselves wholly with an order hmm. so like okay. Dark Jedi and excuse me I had a burp <laughs> uh, Light Jedi I think are encompassed in hmm the gray Jedi area. Okay. That that's kinda of for me. I look at it okay, as yeah, anyone yeah. that doesn't fully devote themselves to an organization or side of the force. Okay. That's how I'm okay how, how I approach that. that makes sense. I think that so the actual gray Jedi order, I guess, would be the only issue I would have. If you made an order of people. Like a Which philosophical order. There is, because right. you see that in The Last Jedi. There's the there's the emblem of the Great Jedi Order. Which, right. the thing though is, if you think about it, if that is one of the first Jedi temples, it's likely a Jedi temple, not mm, a Jedi okay. temple. Yeah, that, that which would make sense. lines up with the Great Jedi Order. Okay. So if you're That's looking at it, so it, 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 if that was the one of, if that, if that was the first Jedi temple, it was not a Jedi temple, it was a Jedi. Hmm. So That's interesting. Kind of, I mean, that's something I could appreciate about The Last Jedi if that's what he was intended. <laughs> but, you know. And it's probably, like, it's probably similar. It's just an Easter egg, if I were to assume. Yeah. But, like, obviously, when you take Easter eggs, people will make, expand on that. And exactly. It's only a matter of time for someone to Great Jedi comic book, you know, where Luke visits the Great Jedi Temple in The Last yeah. Jedi. That's where he goes and pays his penance. Because maybe Luke Skywalker was a probably a Great Jedi in yeah, I think, sequel era. I don't think right? they're going to ever define, like, an order. It'll, yeah, it's just... It's... I think if they do it, I wouldn't mind it if they did it correctly. Yeah. Like, if it was, like, how you said, like, thousands of years in the past. Yeah. Like, Old Republic style, and then, like, we create the Jedi Order, and it, that's kind of where all the fault happens. There's some yeah. good things they could do, but I yeah. feel like if you do it post-Jedi Order, when it's the Jedi, then Sith, then Grey Jedi, that doesn't work so much The thing, though, for me, like, Luke Skywalker's new Jedi Order is a Grey Jedi Order. If you think about it. Like the canon stuff or Well, Legends. Oh well yeah, the Legends, yeah. Yeah, like his, 100%, 100%. his, his new order is completely just all about yeah. like Grey Jedi stuff. Yeah, Legends def Legend of Luke and Legends Academy is definitely like he's you know they were always very wary. I do know that they allowed a lot more Luke's Jedi order like a allowed a lot more freedom. Yeah. It really it was a lot more freedom in the force and what you could do. Like they actually didn't they did not forbid you from using dark abilities and i think the thing about that is that was necessary because if you think about the jedi the only reason they were able to get that far with that much control is because they they indoctrinate like babies that's exactly what i was about to say yeah yeah and luke was recruiting people that already had developed on their own yeah and absolutely. so if you try to put them into this society where all of their freedom and, and decisions are taken away from them that's not gonna go well. And that's just I, that's cool, like yeah. that's cool to me. That because that makes and the like they, they again that freedom 
and the Force was so much more allowed here in Luke's order, in the legend, Legends order. Uh, I don't know much about the canon order, because uh, not a lot's been revealed. But I do know that they were still hesitant. Like, they still were like, you gotta be careful with what you do. Well, yeah, he was about to kill his own nephew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That's bad dreams. Like... So that, but I wonder, so, yeah, that is interesting. But, yeah, that was canon. Luke, you of know. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's canon. Oh, uh, bless him. <laughs> but that, that was, it was, a, and he even, he even, uh, he allowed marriage, he allowed it, so we knew he allowed attachments, too, because he married Myra Jade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, emotional attachments, freedom of the force, that's interesting to me. And that was post-Jedi order, so that stuff works, like... It works for me. Yeah. I guess it's just if... The timeline kind of thing. I guess, I guess so. I guess, which, maybe I guess I shouldn't be too... I guess that wouldn't... Uh, I guess I shouldn't... You might be revealing things to me that I, I didn't realize about myself. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole thing, we, you know, you realize the, Je- the Jedi Order is inherently... Uh, I'm not going to say corrupt, necessarily. Yeah. I, don't, I think corrupt's the wrong word. I think it's just very... Stagnant. Yeah. They just don't. It's it's very strict. Yeah. And it's very. Uh, 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 I guess empirical. Ironically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's. it's, it's I just kind of thought of something. Mm-hmm. Um, like Asajj Ventress, honestly, is kind of like a dark Jedi. Oh, yeah, end. for sure. After yeah. yeah, she definitely is. What she was a. Well, they called her assassin. Like, they called her a Sith assassin. Yeah, was her title? You no, know, I, I think, think it was just assassin. Yeah, it was assassin. I don't know if it was Sith. Yeah, it was. And, but then obviously when Dooku tried to get her killed off, she uh, definitely fell into that dark. And then even and then she of course she uh, she fell in love with Quinlan Vos in canon. This is a canon. She yeah. fell in love with Quinlan Vos. Yeah. Quinlan yeah. Vos fell to the dark side, and then they both did a switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Rosad went to the light. Quinlan stayed in the dark, and then Asajj sacrificed herself to save Quinlan, and then that reverted Quinlan back to the light. Mm-hmm. There's this whole balance back and forth, but Quinlan Voss was another one I think people were, because he's not, he's... He's been always kind of an outcast in the Order. Definitely. Yeah, he's so very... Uh, I wouldn't consider him the archetype for, mm-hmm. you know, Grey Jedi, but he fits into that gray area. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So, that was always interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Quinlan and Saj. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. It's, and I, I mean, don't know. Even Dooku. You could consider oh, him sure. a I think so. Jedi. I, like, was... I don't really think he was ever a Sith. He definitely had, I think he definitely, I think he started off, I think he, that's the danger, of, maybe that's the danger of the Great Jedi, because he left the Order, uh, and then I think he fell to the dark, and then he fell fully to the Sith. Because I don't mm. think, he left the Jedi Order, I don't think, with negative intentions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he, he was disillusioned with the Order. He saw through the lies of the Order. He, through, he saw through the lies of the Jedi. Yeah. He yeah. literally did. And then he <laughs> fell to the dark, and then, he, you know, Qui-Gon died. And he actually just fully, I think, embraced the Sith. And then, you know, because the Sith pulled, the dark side pulled him down that yeah. path. And, then, you know, you start off with good intentions, but once you go down that path, it's... Then you've got Pong Krell, who started off with horrible intentions. Pong Krell's a different breed. He is <laughs> the worst. No, that's not a good the man. The literal worst. He's not a good man. He's not a good man at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's pretty much all I've got today. Yeah. I mean, that was... I mean, that was the yeah, big It's just things, like right? a little insightful yeah. episode. Yeah. That's, that was a good one. 
Yeah, I appreciate it for inciting me. That actually, that really did because I was I was really against the Jedi, but now that we talked about it, that actually made me. It's making me think more. Yeah, it's really just people that don't belong to Sith or Jedi. They're Make, just yeah. gray. Making <laughs> me think more. Yeah, very full. Maybe I'll take the brush valve. Brush. The brush valve. The brush. Brush valve. That's a cool. That's a cool. That's a cool. That's a cool title. The brush. I wanted to be someone. Yeah. I wanted to be someone like oh that guy yeah he's taking the brush valve. The brush. That's a, that's cool, Barash. That's a good word. Barash Nakash. Barash Nakash. Barash Penan. Barash Penan. Pen. Legend, legend character for you guys out there. Ten bucks to whoever knows him. No, not really. You I just don't. Google it. You don't know Rosh Penan? Wait, 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 wait. What's you, know Rosh Pen- you know Rosh Penan. Rush. Rosh Penan. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Um, hey, Jane. This will yeah. slow you down while Rosh- I finish the course. Yes. Yeah. Rosh. Rosh was the one that always. Um, Tried to kill Kate, Jaden, right? Yep. Oh, well, okay. you know, he, well, he, he, I guess he did. He, he tri- was always trying to kill Jaden. <laughs> he tried to do it twi- twice. He was like, his, ha, ha, ha. In his defense, he only tried to do it twice. He didn't, the first time he didn't even try to kill him. It was an accident. Yeah, he had those, like, stupid, like, cultists that kept That's killing him. One. Yeah. I'm like, bro. Yeah. The first time, it was just a training. I need related. a cultist to heal me. <laughs> I need a Sith cultist. Rosh Penn is a great Jedi. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I don't think so. But dark, anyway. Dark Jedi. Maybe, that was yeah. fun. I, I appreciate yeah. it. I yeah. appreciate you enlightening me and the, and the audience. But, uh, yeah. It was a good time. It was. Next week. We Next week. Into the mall. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. Ethan's coming back. Yes. Come back for uh, his favorite. He doesn't like Phantom. It's his least favorite, right? No, it's one Last of Jedi is his least favorite. Then yeah. I think it's classic. Yeah, then I think one of those. It's that I think it is. I think it's Last Jedi, Clone Wars, and then Phantoms. Mm-hmm. Clone Wars movie. So we're all yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful. The Clone Wars is, is the Clone Wars movie is is, is, is is it's it's a rough tough. movie. I liked it. I loved it so much when I was a kid. I watch it all the time, and now it's just it's it's hard to watch. It is. It's pretty hard to get through. Stinky. Its name is Stinky. And Snips and Sky Guy. I don't like any of those things. <laughs> I don't like any of those things at oh, all. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. But, yeah, I'm excited for that. That'll be fun. Uh, yeah, there's really not much in that. I like Rex. We got to I mean, see yeah, Rex. Yeah, we, 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 Rex was introduced. Ahsoka was introduced. Not well. In fact, the, the first... Actually, the first ten minutes of that movie, probably the best content in it. That's fair. The Battle of Sauce. Yeah. That definitely that's, got me hyped. Probably the best portion of the movie. Yeah, there's. I mean, yeah. Tatooine was pretty cool when they fought Dooku. The fact that Christopher Lee came back to voice Dooku. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Samuel Jackson also came back to voice Windu. He didn't do that for the rest of the Clone Wars, did mm-hmm. he, though? Yeah. No, not, neither of them did. Uh, but it was cool <laughs> having them both back there. We got Mace Windu the- is not a great Jedi. Because <laughs> <laughs> he uses. Sometimes legends he uses dark yeah. side. He taps into the dark side. Of I don't course. think it's ever been canonized, has it? I don't think so. But you know, people... he acts like he does. I'm sure that <laughs> <laughs> he's a. I'm waiting for him to re- make his return. I think he'll come back in canon. I think he will too. I think it's because yeah. I think he's gonna have to, right? I mean, Samuel Jackson himself says he wants to come back. He does. He did. Oh. He said on Conan O'Brien's show a couple years ago. He said, "I want to, I want Mace Windu to come back." See, and this you're gonna look at me like I'm weird. I think he should come back, but mm. I still don't like Mace Windu. 
I mean, that's fair. So it's just because mm-hmm. I don't like him. But what if? What but if? It would be really cool if he came back. And what if he comes back and he 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 realizes the error of his ways? What if he joins Luke's Jedi Order? No, I think it would be really cool <laughs> if he comes back a dark side user. Well, see, I I thought that was but it, an option, but I know here's the thing. Here's the theory I cooked up, right? So in. I don't think he's dead for off for starters. Obviously, it's Mace Windu, and he's a fan favorite. Purple lightsaber, people like him. That's a big reason. Everyone knows that the, the, if the fans love you enough, you'll come back. Yeah, Darth Maul got cut in half, and he came back. That's true. Mace Windu true. can easily come back based on those he's rules. Just, he just got zappy zapped and hit by he's, a speeder and yeah, lost that, lost his hand. How many people did. lost their hands in Star Wars? It's a at thing. least half. It's a thing. At least half of the universe. Yeah. So that's a big one. Samuel L. Jackson, like Oscar nominated. Samuel L. Jackson, who everyone adores, says he wants to come back to the role. Disney's going to try to make it happen. Yeah. And another big thing... He could come back in the Kenobi series. Kenobi series is a big one. That would be really yeah. great. I think the third one, the third reason I think he's going to come back is that, assuming... I don't think he died a full... Died in Rental Sith. No, he just chucked out a window. Uh, that was big. I don't think... But he didn't die, I don't think, fully in tune with what's out of the Force. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know in Rise of Skywalker... When he was he was there speaking to Ray, as one of the old masters, oh. you know what I mean. That's a big thing for me, right? You think so? I I forgot that he he did. Say yeah, him. he was there. Ahsoka, Kanan, uh, like Ahsoka, Kanan, Obi Wan, Qui Gon, all those characters there makes a hundred percent make sense for why they would speak to Ray. Yeah, right. Mace Windu, based on what we know about him, not so much. Yeah, right. So maybe that's just bringing him back for his redemption arc. Yeah, and like I think it'd be awesome to see him. Can you imagine him training with Luke? That like training. I wouldn't like that. I would love that. You I don't want really. Luke, I don't want Luke to be associated with Mace Windu. But that would be so cool. Like especially he comes back. He comes back. He sees the air of his ways. He's like, I'm a good guy. I'm a good dude now. I, Ahsoka, where he he meets up with Ahsoka again. He's like, Hey, you're no longer a citizen. What if he says that? <laughs> He's like, Your citizenship's been revoked. You're now a Jedi again. <laughs> Can you imagine I would, so good Luke and Mace Windu all together that would be cool I don't know I would really like that maybe that would be pretty I cool. would just like to see him doing his own thing I mean yeah but I, again I mean if he came back as a dark like fully into the dark that would yeah. be awesome too. I would, that would I be th- awesome I think I'll lean more that way I would love to, I would love to see either of those things but I think it's probably more likely that he'll come back because if he came back and then was a dark side user again then died then there's no way he would speak to Ray. Unless he had, like, a redemption. Right before he died. Yeah, like Maul. Well, I don't think Maul was... I never considered Maul redeemed. He, I think he, he didn't go to the light side. He just... I think he... I think he was still blinded by rage. That's what my thing was, is that he died, and then what was his first thing he thought? He was like, the Chosen One is going to avenge us, me and Savage. Sure, sure, sure. That was but I think it was... Well, I think I think when you said Avenge, she was talking about him and Obi Wan too. Because hmm. Obi Wan was obviously, you know, a, a target of that whole purge. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I haven't seen. He might just be talking about Savage, but I thought he was talking about Obi Wan and himself. Like that's what I kind of thought was cool about the scene is I think they finally Such a good scene. they finally lined up. That is literally my one of my favorite duels in all of Star Wars. Yeah. It's so such good. a good scene. So good. It's so good. That is like peak Star Wars. Yeah. That's up there. So good. Spoilers. Well, yeah. We, we didn't say what, what, where it was, though. No. no. And it's been, it's been like how many years? Like three, four, 
Yeah, that's true. If you guys haven't seen that duel, well, as as has actually seen. No. <laughs> Did she listen to the podcast? No. Well, never mind. <laughs> we didn't say anything important. No, we didn't. It okay. wasn't important. <laughs> Just watch the those. Those yeah. guys, the people who know, they know. Yeah, it's a it's a great scene. Yeah, great sequence. Just it's so perfect good. Star Wars. It really time. that really is. Those yeah. like five minutes are. It's like thirty seconds. Yeah, well, I bet, like that leading up though, when they're around the fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all like three, four minutes. Yeah, it's so good, so good. But I think that was that's it, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, hot dog. Thanks, to, uh, thanks for listening, boys, boys and girls, Bantha pals, Bantha gals, Bantha talkers, Bantha talkers, Bantha. What is it? Poodoo. Bantha poodoo. I mean, that's an insult. All right, Bantha poodoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be just calling them the Banthas. Like a Bantha herd. Hey, what's up, Bantha herd? Do you like that? I say Bantha talkers. Bantha talkers, yeah, that's a good one. It's my thing, man. <laughs> Find your own. <laughs> it's like, get your own podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty yeah. funny. Next week, though. Yes. Uh, Into the Mall. With Ethan. Episode one. The Phantom Menace. I'm a, we're getting the prequels, boys. And then soon. The sequels. The sequels will be there, but for now, we'll focus on the prequels. Yeah, I'm always focused on the sequels. <laughs> what are you talking about? Always. There is not a day that goes by that I'm like, I really hate those movies. You know? <laughs> oh, I hope you know. <laughs> That's what we love to hear. But, Shoot. Alrighty. Well, we shall see you all next week. Yep, see you well, next... Well, we won't see. Well, you'll, we'll hear You'll hear you. us. You'll hear us. We'll just be yelling at you. Next Saturday, with Ethan. Yes. Phantom Menace. Everyone's favorite character, Watto. And Jar Jar. And, and Saboba. And Boss Ness. And Jake Lloyd's Anakin. And C-3PO. I feel like, yeah. Saboba. I, I like I said Saboba. Oh, you did? <laughs> I think I did. Probably. I hate Saboba. I can't wait. I'm. He's I disgusting. I think he's. He's, he's disgusting. He's nasty. Yeah. He's disgusting. He's walk. He's, he's got hands and feet and it's gross. He's his feet to so his Zeb. Zeb. I mean, he doesn't always do that though. He doesn't yeah. when he needs to. Sabalba is always walking on his hands and always using his feet to grab things. It's gross. <laughs> Zeb yeah. doesn't when he needs to. You know, I just. You're totally right though. He uses them backwards. He's gross. He's a nasty little thing. I'm not trying to be racist towards the Dugs, but it's pretty gross. Plus, Sabalba's just a gross dude. Like, yeah. It's not just Doug racism. It's Sabalba himself. And I guess the rest of the Dugs, I mean, they use all use their feet as hands, and that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't be, though, because if... You you're know not, what I mean? You're not a racist, though. You're more well, like I think a, it's... An, a speciest. I guess so. Wasn't orderist. that... But race isn't race. Speak, you know. Well, I guess so. It's different. I guess so, but yeah. I didn't think so. You get like a species, then you have to species in that. Species. I guess so. It's just I just don't like them. That's that's the big that's the big takeaway. I do like his pod racer though. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy talking. <laughs> that's a good noise. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun. We're excited for that. So yeah, that'd be great. Next Saturday for Into the Mall episode one, Ethan Bolton. We'll see y'all then. See you. Bye. Have a good day. Oh, <laughs>